Yell podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network. We are saluting our WPIAL team of the week. Sometimes it's difficult. You know, you're going up and down all six classifications. Player of the week, the same thing. There are so many outstanding performances you got to try to whittle out. Um, but this week's team of the week was pretty clear cut. What a fantastic story. The Deer Lakes Lancers celebrating their first WPIAL playoff victory uh, on Friday, uh, convincingly at home over a pretty good South Moreland team, 48-18. Tim Burke, head coach of the Lancers, is kind enough to, uh, to join us. Um, what a crazy ride this has been. And I'm not specifically talking about this year, although we'll be obviously talking about the game Friday and the aftermath as you get ready for a tough assignment, the quarterfinals, but really, um, building blocks over the last few years to, to get to this historic moment, right? Sure. Um, you know, we, we knew that, uh, kind of coming into this a few years ago that, um, you know, we were kind of starting from the ground up and, and we kind of needed to change the culture a little bit uh, moving forward. And, um, you know, there was always, you know, Steve Shula did a great job here um, in, in kind of getting that thing righted. Um, and, and it was just kind of building off of him and, and doing certain things that I learned from him, uh, you know, and just kind of tweaking it and making it our own. Um, but, you know, that COVID year was really difficult. Uh in, in many, many ways, not just with COVID, but, uh, you know, all the, the regulations and things we had to go through, uh, our team was so young. Um, it was, it was difficult. And, you know, that year, uh, we were getting pounded and, uh, I know a lot of my coaches who were still around, we said to each other, like, man, are we doing the right thing here by, by trying to flip this thing and, and get it right? Um, looking back on it, it was the right decision. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just changing the culture. And these kids now, it, it's unbelievable what they have done. Um, they, they are spectacular. The, the credit goes to all to the guys for just believing and um, really buying into what we preach. And um, just to see the progression from four years ago, from going 0-7 uh, to, you know, now, quote, unquote, 8-3 and uh, and sitting in a good spot for the future, um, you know, it, it, credit goes to the kids, all the kids. I'm glad you brought up Steve's name. I remember, and I, I don't know the year as you get old, it all just becomes <laughs> a fog. Sure. But uh, my old colleague, Mike White of the Post-Gazette, uh, and I had a show um, uh, on on the fan, and it was uh, we had Steve on when they clinched their first ever playoff game. Um, and he talked about the excitement, the community, and everything for that. Uh, it didn't work out once they got into the playoffs and every time the Lancers have gotten in. You talked about the rebuilding year and COVID and everything. How big was last year? Uh, you, you guys didn't finish 500, but you were able to finish in fourth place and get a taste of the postseason for this group. Uh, I, I think it was key, right? Um, and, and, and a funny story with that is, you know, I kept, you know, being with Deer Lakes in, in 2010, uh, when Beaver came here for that that playoff game, um, it was lights, camera, action. There were people everywhere, and I just remember thinking to myself, like, man, this is awesome. And um, you know, the same way in 2015 when we were there, um, you know, so I, I kind of told our kids like last year we went to Beaver, like, man, it's gonna be lights, camera, action. Like, you guys got to be ready for this. 
and and there really wasn't a whole lot of it and and rightfully so we were four and six but this year uh i told my guys i was like uh, you know i kind of made a liar out of myself there um you know told you there's gonna be all this hoopla and there really wasn't and they looked at me they're like yeah there really wasn't a whole lot <laughs> and then we get to that a friday and there were people everywhere and cameras everywhere and um it was just good to see and um you know i've told a couple people that uh throughout this year you know as we've grown uh, as a football team um our kids just don't bat an eye and and i don't know if it's because we have the, the a, a few kids who played basketball um and and had that success uh that it doesn't it doesn't even phase them and um you know, every time like these teams, we have a trend where we're giving up the first possession, we're, we're giving up a touchdown, you know, and, and I will go out to the guys were OK. They look at me like they're annoyed. They're like we understand. We know um, we got it. And, you know, it's a it's a credit to the kids and their maturity level um, and, and just being experienced. And it, it's just phenomenal. And the, the kids are just um, they're super. I, I, I can't give them enough credit uh, because, you know, when you have good kids and good talent, they make coaching easy and um, you know, they make us all their whole coaching staff look really good when they do what they do. I, I was going to ask you, you know, a little bit later, but you brought it up. So I'll, 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 I'll bring it up. I've talked to a lot of coaches over the years who have said that winning begets winning and, and not necessarily even in their particular sport, but if a group of, of young men or young women uh, have success in another sport and they're participating in this sport, that, that attitude carries over and it's a real, I mean, the coaches will say it, 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 you know, talk about changing culture and all that stuff that having that attitude is real. And it sounds like that's the case. What's going on at Deer Lakes. It is. And and it's almost, it's contagious is the, is the word that I use, right? You get a little bit of taste of it in the sport. And um, it, it seems like everybody just wants to be a part of that. Um, and, and, and thankfully so with, with what Albie Fletcher did with the basketball team uh, yeah. was, was, you know, monumentous and, and it's just a, a credit to those guys and um, you know, having that experience um, getting to see it. I, I know personally myself, you know, with, 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 with Derek playing uh, and going to all the games and, and getting to see that, you know, it, it puts a little desire in, 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 in your, in my system, like, like we got to be a part of this. Uh, we saw the community rally behind it. Um, and not that we're not trying to do those things as it is, but it, 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 it gets you a little bit more. And, um, you know, we were so happy for those guys to be experienced that, um, you know, now the flip side is, is we're getting a little bit of it too. So it's been really, really good. It was my pleasure as it turns out, possibly one of the final, uh, broadcasts since we don't have the playoff rights anymore, but. I was able to call that uh, championship game. And, you know, I still, it's still special to me when you see uh, a program or a school that hasn't tasted that. You see a lot of the regulars down there, whether it's Acreshore Stadium or um, Peterson Event Center, a lot of the same programs year in and year out. But the new blood is what is what I really like because they are getting a taste of that. And those guys went down there, didn't blink. Uh, got it done, and for some of them, that's carried over to uh, to the football season. You guys uh, able to have the strong regular season, reach the playoffs Friday night uh, home, which is even adds to it. 
against a very good South Moreland team. How big was it, Zach Grant scoring that first touchdown to get you guys uh, going? As you mentioned, something that doesn't always happen with your team. No, I think it was huge. And and again, um, you know, we've been preaching all year and and throughout the years that you know you can never get too high, you can never get too low, and you know, it becomes cliche, you know, you're never as good as you think you are. You're never as bad as you think you are either. Right. Um, but, you know, for us, you know, just getting that kind of, you know, you, the big deep breath kind of, okay, we're okay. Here we go. Uh, we'll get into what we do. Um, you know, and, and uh, it, it was big for us. And, um, you know, Zach has really stepped up and uh, been a true blessing for us. Uh, you know, the kid had uh, separated his shoulder last year in the summer, um, had, three plates, I believe, put in his shoulder. Um, he was 140 pounds. Um, we sat him down at the end of last year. We're like, we need you to buy into the weight room. And um, he listened. And uh, the kid put on, I think it was like almost 20 pounds this off season. And um, he's been an absolute stud for us. And uh, we're happy to have him coming back next year. Um, but the kid's just a worker. And and um, when he got that touchdown, it was just like, again, that sigh of relief. All right, here we go. The, everything's, you know, going to be just fine. And um, really happy for him too, because he, he's put in the work and he's he's kind of a good story. Seven nothing at the end of the first quarter, then boom, you know, everything blows blows up. Thirty nine combined points in the second quarter. You guys seem to take control. Uh, Aiden Fletcher with the touchdown run, and then you get the splash play. Um, Nathaniel Moore with the fumble return for a touchdown, and, and things are looking awesome. And then boom, boom. Southmoreland comes back with 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 a pair of touchdowns. That was kind of a crazy second quarter. It was, um, you know, and, and that's where I, I kind of relied on our guys again um, to be. You know, we've been in this situation a couple times this year where we got some some extended leads, and um, I think it was Apollo Ridge, if I remember correctly. You know, they they battled back on us a little bit, and we kind of had to regroup for half of a second. So the you know, the things that we went through this season. Uh, you know, we kind of kept explain, explaining to our guys, like, we're okay. You know, they scored. That's fine. They're, things are going to happen. Um, we knew that, you know, the running back was a big play guy, and and he was looking for those plays where he can make a big splash, uh, and he got that big touchdown run on us. But, again, our guys never wavered. They never blinked. Um, you know, we knew if we got into the half, we were getting the ball at the beginning of the second half that, um, you know, we'll come back out. They, You know, they are a great football team. Um, but we were having a lot of success offensively. So we knew if we came out in the second half and, and they hadn't found a way to stop what we were doing yet, um, you know, we'll get to, we'll get the ball there at the beginning of the second half and, and hopefully get back on the board and extend that lead, which, you know, uh, we fumbled the kickoff, uh, didn't go as planned. Uh, but again, our defense, you know, they stood up, rose to the occasion uh, and, and never batted an eye. Um, and again, it goes to that senior leadership and maturity level. Um, they make life easy sometimes. Yeah, when you look at some of the numbers, Caden Kiefer had a, a buck sixty-three passing. Dejon Craggett with his as a force, as you mentioned, one hundred thirty-three yards. So they got some, but you guys, you know, that bend but don't break, and you guys were able to shut them down really um, the rest of the way. You got a uh, hundred and fifteen yards from Zaire Williams. Um, your son, Derek, uh, phenomenal as usual, 10 of 16, 146 yards, three touchdown passes. Talk a little bit about their respective games. 
Well, it was Zaire, man. He, he's our workhorse. Um, you know, he, he got a pretty good taste of, of, of carrying the load for us last year. Um, and we knew this year he had a great offseason and, and we were going to rely on him more. Um, you know, and it, it's just been a, a real joy to watch him go. Um, the, the kid, he, he just, you know, I, I was looking over the, the stats yesterday as I was kind of doing some things. And, you know, his longest run was 17 yards and he had 115 yards. Like he, he's not blowing anything out of the water. Yeah but he just grinds and, and he wears on people. Um, you know, you know, teams will come up and get, you'll get a crack on him, and he's okay with it. Um, but he knows that at the end of the day, he, he's going to get the ball again and they're going to hit him again. And eventually they stop hitting him as hard as they, uh, they once were. And uh, the kid is, is a, a, a real, a real dude in our eyes. And uh, you know, for him to be a thousand yard rusher for us uh, is great. Um, and, and he, in, you know, I, I know Derek has, has spoken highly of him because Derek understands that, you know, if he wants to be able to throw the ball, we got to bring guys up to stop the run. And, and they've been a great complimentary team together. Uh, you know, so if they want to stop the run, you know, it helps Derek out in the long run. So, um, you know, they've been a great pair and uh, they have a great relationship. Um, they work well together. Um, you know, so for the running parts of it, it it's been great. Uh, passing wise, uh, I, I've, I walked this fine line, Don, uh, you know, you don't want to overhype your kid, but you don't want to undersell him either. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, he's our guy. Um, when you have a four-year starter that, um, you know, just leads us and leads us by example, you know, what can you say? Um, there's been many times this year we were like, you know, we, we would talk offensively. What, what, you know what, we're in this crucial moment. Let Derek do what he's got to do. Um, you know, there are times he hangs on to the ball a little bit too long that I particularly <laughs> like, you know, but, and I'll start to get on him about it. And he'll look at me like, I'm just trying to make a play. And, um, you know, I think it was, um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm off the top of my head, it was Freeport last week. Um, you know, he, he dropped into the pocket and, and the pressure came and he ducked underneath the pressure and stepped up into it, almost jumped uh, to find Zach Grant in the back of the end zone by himself, which wasn't even in, he wasn't even really a part of the play, but I don't know how Derek saw him and made the, a, a great play. And, uh, you know, I'm like, man, come on. And he goes, I'm just making plays. Like, how, how do you fight that? How do you fall? No, right. you, um, you know, and, and he's been our guy. Um, and, and, and just, it's been a pleasure to coach him and, and an honor to coach him. And, um, you know, just, you know, selfishly, uh, it's been fun. Um, and, and, you know, hopes to have a, he, he has a great college career because that's where he's headed. But uh, he's a playmaker. He, he just makes plays. If my math is correct, and that's not always the case, 60 yards from 2000. Um, I, I want to ask you about uh, the moment uh, when the game ended. I had a chance. I was blessed um, probably about eight, nine years ago now. Um, my youngest son, baseball pitching for Seton LaSalle, starting pitcher in the championship game at Wild Things Park. Um, pitched well against top seed Steel Valley, was leading into the seventh inning, got away, um, and they ended up losing. But that I remember the moment when they were coming off. When, when they got the silver, he was one of the few players from Seton LaSalle that was clapping for – Steel Valley as they got their gold. Everyone else, you know, that's that disappointment. Um, but I, I had a big hug for him in that special moment. 
and and it sounds like well and that was in a loss you got a chance to share that special moment as soon as the game ended you were looking for Derek and uh I saw a photo you two uh big hugs for each other you that's something that you'll both remember the rest of your lives uh, yeah and and um you know growing up in this community um you know, my wife is from this community, uh, a lot of ties to this place. Um, you know, there's been a lot of turmoil and, and sure. people that would, would say negative things. And, you know, again, going back to that, oh, and seven year and, oh, he's only playing because he's your kid, blah, 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 blah. You know, and, 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 you know, us as a coaching staff, we're all pretty much still in place. Um, you know, again, saw the bigger picture and knew what he was capable of and, and knew that, uh, the, the dude was a player and, um, you know, I, I think this year, you know, with, with everything that has happened, um, you know, in, in those moments, um, just being able to be the first guy to tell him, you know, how proud I am of him and, uh, you know, honored to coach him and, and do these things. And for him to, to get that stress relief off of his back, sure. right, that he's the guy and he's done it. Um, and, and he's kind of had that chip on his shoulder, like, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I think that's what fires him a lot. Uh, and, and rightfully so, uh, cause the kid has gone through a lot of, he hears it. He's not blind, you know, blind and deaf. He reads it. He hears it. You know, there was stuff on social media, like just craziness, but at the end of the day, he, he never said a word about it, knew what he had to do. I was just going to go get better. You know, he tell us that I'm just going to be better. And, um, you know, having this success this year, um, and, and obviously some, you know, some of the offers that have come in to play at the next level, you know, is, is his reward. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm super proud, uh, honored to be, you know, his coach and his dad, um, you know, and, and, and the kid is just, um, you know, again, you, you don't want to oversell him. You don't want to undersell him. But, uh, you know, when other people, when other coaches come up to you and, and tell you, man, what a what a great kid and not selfish, um, probably the least selfish kid you'd ever meet. Um you know, if you watch some of his interviews, the kid just, I don't prep him. Like, cause my wife always says that to me. She's like, are you prepping him what to say? And I'm like, I don't tell him anything. Like he's got to learn to be a man and handle those things. And, you know, he's instantly thanking his line, his wide receivers <laughs> and everybody else. Um, you know, that's a credit to that kid. Uh, you know, whether he's my son or not, doesn't matter. Um, that's the type of kid you want leading your program and, and being the guy. Um, so again, to, to have those moments and hug him, sure. um, even when he broke that AK Valley record uh, for 5,000 yards or whatever it was, um, you know, to be that guy, to be the first one to tell him how proud I am uh, is special. And, um, you know, really happy. And, and I will cherish that probably for a lifetime. That's awesome. And you and your lovely bride should uh, be, uh, you know, deserve your share of credit. I mean, it's up to the kids, right? You mold them, clay, all that crap. You mold them when they're young, and you hope, cr fingers crossed, that they uh, something seeks in, and and obviously it did. It sounds like a uh, a fab, not only tremendous football player, but a fabulous young man. That's a credit to you and and, and your wife. Thank so you. you get that great moment, you and your son, the team. Once the huddle breaks, they're over with the fans. Just tremendous story, Hollywood like story. The Hollywood script would end right there. Unfortunately, reality we can't, and 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 the turnaround is very quick from great jubilation and great celebration to back to business. I'm sure that that was the case. We're taping this Sunday, so that was probably the case yesterday. 
Um, got your hands full. The defending champs, top-ranked Bel Vernon uh, at the beach. Uh, what about the? What's your early take on the Leopards? Uh, uh, oh man. Uh, <laughs> so we we gave uh, we gave our kids an extra hour. We usually bring them in at nine o'clock. Uh, I gave them an extra hour. I said we'll be in at ten uh, Saturday morning. And, um, you know, we started to, you know, address some certain things and, and corrections, but then we got into, into a little bit into Bell Vernon and, um, you know, unbelievable. I, I, you know, what, what Matt Humbert has done down there is, is, is unbelievable. Um, there's not many flaws and, and there's not many uh, kinks in that armor. Um, you know, they're, they're just so talented uh, every which way you look. Um you know, I, I know everybody talks about Quentin Martin, who, and rightfully so, uh, the, the dude is another level, um, you know, and a super nice kid. Uh, but just everywhere you look, they're big up front. They're, they're skilled dudes are just athletic and, and, right. and fly around. Uh, my gosh, th to have that talent uh, is uh, unbelievable. And, um, you know, it, it's going to be a true challenge. Uh, you know, we, we can't get caught up in – in the beach. And, and we've talked about this already. Like at the end of the day, it's a, it's a football field, um, you know, lights, camera action. Again, it's the right. same thing we just experienced. We can't get caught up in that. Um, we got to execute. We're going to have to play a flawless game uh, to, to be successful. Um, you know, and, and again, it, it's an experience of a lifetime. It's kind of uncharted territory for us. Obviously it is because we've never been there before. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, when we all, and again, when my coaches stress it, I stress it, it's a game. It's the same game. And, and these kids go to high school, just like you do. They, 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 you know, they study just like you do. They work out just like you do. Um, you know, all we can do is show up and play right. um, and, and let the, the pieces fall where they may. Uh, you know, I, I hope my guys come ready to battle. I hope they come, you know, eager, which I think they will. I think they're excited for the opportunity. Uh, but at the end of the day, we just got to play and, 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 you know, see what, see what happens. We can't be, we can't back down. We can't, uh, you know, play scared because if we do that, we're going to be in trouble. I said it Friday and I'll say it to you, don't forget to pack your bathing suit as you head to the beach. Um, hope it's a, hope it's an, 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 an enjoyable trip. No matter what happens though, kudos to you, kudos to your team, your staff, uh, everybody involved on uh, what has been a magical season for the Deer Lakes Lancers, and hopefully you can build on it with a mammoth, another mammoth postseason victory uh, coming up on Friday. Tim, appreciate your time. Again, congratulations and uh, good luck. Thank you, Don. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Oh, my pleasure. Tim Burke, the head coach of the uh, Deer Lakes Lancers. It was fun watching them make that run last winter in basketball. And they have had uh, a marvelous season um, in the Class 3A uh, Allegheny Six Conference. Finished in third place uh, behind uh, East Allegheny and Knock. Very competitive all year long. Um, and uh, as the number eight seed at home, they pick up a, a memorable victory. The program's first ever. I think Chris Harlan and I figured it out that uh, now South Moreland, unfortunately, it was sort of a matchup of teams looking for their first uh, ever WPL playoff victory. South Moreland and we believe Summit Academy are now the only two current WPL 
football programs that have not won a WPIL playoff game. So that monkey is now off the Lancers' back. All right, so Deer Lakes is our WPIL team of the week. Let's give uh, some props to a few other teams who raised some eyebrows. Well, not necessarily. Some were expected to win, but got the job done, including Penn Hills. Spectator a year ago, they remember the Indians lost out on tiebreaker points. Uh, 5A quarterfinals, Penn Hills 63, Penn Trafford 28, uh, Pitt recruit Julian Duggar 6 of 7, 173 yards, four touchdowns. He also ran 75 yards and scored uh, a touchdown as the Indians advanced to 9-2 and two, and another matchup with their Northeast Conference rivals, the Pine Richland Rams, coming up in the semifinals um, this Friday. Class 4A, tipping the cap to the Trinity Hillers. Dan Noss's team um, hit the road. It was a pretty much a neutral site in the 10-7 matchup in Class 4A. In fact, it was probably closer to Trinity. It was closer to Trinity than North Catholic. Nonetheless, not only did Trinity win, but they whacked the Trojans pretty good. 49-0. Jonah Williamson, the young quarterback, uh, only had 59 yards passing, but he also had 77 yards rushing in a touchdown. All Hillers all night, 49-0 over North Catholic. Trinity advances. They will be visiting number two, McKeesport, in a 4 eight quarterfinal game coming up on Friday. Class 3A, they finished in fourth place in the West Hills Conference, but the West Hills, a perfect 4-0. Uh, South Park, a winner at Knock, 37-20. Eagles improving to 7-4. and four. Eric Dogru, um, 150 yards rushing, four touchdowns for the Eagles, who now will visit number four seed East Allegheny in a 3A quarterfinal matchup coming up. Western Beaver, let's give some love to the Golden Beavers. 38-21 winners. Over Sarah Catholic, a 2A first-round playoff game at Norwin High School. Tyson Florence, 225 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh, we've been talking about Javen Peel, the freshman sensation at quarterback all year for Western Beaver. We'll mention him. He had over 200 yards passing, 210 yards to be exact, and two touchdowns as the Golden Beavers beat the Eagles. By 17, another long road trip for the boys from industry. On Friday, they visit Campbell Field in Munhall to take on top seed and defending champion Steel Valley in a 2A quarterfinal uh, matchup. And finally, in Class A, a victory for a second straight year for the Tri-County South. California 44, Jeanette 6, Spencer Petrucci, uh, 205 yards rushing, uh, four touchdowns. Those four touchdowns included a 67-yard kickoff return uh, as California wins 44-6 over Jeanette. Trojans now 10-1, and and they uh, as they gear up to take on a two-time finalist, Bishop Canavan, in a Class A quarterfinal matchup on Friday. Um, Wednesday, we'll get you ready for Friday with the next Rebel Yell podcast, our Week 11 preview. Thanks to Chris Lackner back in the big chair uh, at home comfortably uh, for producing. Uh, thanks to Tim Burke as well, the head coach of the Deer Lakes Lancers, our team of the week. Rebel Yell Podcast here on the Trib Live High School Sports Network.